Welcome to Black Belt Beauty Radio. Get ready. It's time to rise. Hey, you guys, welcome back to another episode of Black Belt Beauty Radio. In today's microsode, we have a powerful clip from episode 199 featuring neuroscientist Nicole Vignola. This particular episode will help provide the techniques and tools to help you reduce stress, reshape your daily habits, empower your mindset, and drop you into the power of visualization and your words. It's such a great clip. I mean, the whole episode is so good, you guys, and and so fun. Everything with Nicole is so fun, you know, so you'll get a lot of laughs, but you also get a lot of valuable information in the full episode. If you want to check out the full episode, you can go to the show notes and get direct links to Apple, to Spotify, to YouTube. But of course, this podcast is available anywhere you take in podcasts. So before I hit play on this episode, I do want to share with you that I have a free video self-love mini course that you can download right now by going to the show notes and clicking on a link. Self-love, for those of you who are familiar with me, you know this is a core topic of mine that I speak on, that I mentor on, that I write on. For those of you who are new to the podcast, welcome. I'm so happy you're here. And now you know or are learning and will be learning more so that self-love is literally a core topic of mine because to really live a self-actualized life, to really live into self-mastery, you need to have an unbreakable relationship with self-love, an activation within you that is so powerful that every day that you move through your life, you feel this self-love and it shows up in all the different ways that it needs to. So I'm so proud to share this uh, free course with you and you know, not only do you get the video series, but you get this really beautiful digital journal. And it's it's so gorgeous, you guys. I and mean, this journal is actually for a sale, but when you download uh, the free course, you get it for free. And there's affirmations from me, there's prompts, there's quotes, and several other pages that are gonna help you do this deep dive work to help you activate unbreakable relationship with your self-love. So again, to get that uh, to get that free course right now, go to the show notes and there's a link there for you. And now enjoy this epic power clip with my girl, Nicole Vignola. And with behavior change, it's, I mean, you can, so I'm just going to backtrack yeah, a little a lot, bit. Yeah, Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> so what I love talking about the most, and I never thought that I would, is actually visualization. Yes. And yeah. And, and the reason is because there's a really famous paper that came out in 1995. And I talk about this. I mean, someone that has like listened to all my podcasts, they'll be like, oh, God, here she goes about that paper again. Oh, my God, give it but, to me. <laughs> listen to me. It's, the, it's groundbreaking. So 1995, Pasquale Leon, who was a doctor, he did a series of experiments. He took one group. He obviously a sham group. They didn't do anything. Group number one had to learn to play, play a five-finger piece on the piano. Mm-hmm. And group number three only had to imagine that they were playing the five finger piece in the piano. So they never actually touched the keys. And those two groups had almost very similar plasticity in the motor cortex. Okay. Wow. So it is as if they actually learned to play the piano, even though they only imagined it. And that actually was groundbreaking because we learned how important our thoughts are. So the brain doesn't know the difference between reality mm-hmm. and thoughts. Okay. If you are in a stressful environment, the way that you get over that stress is to completely immerse yourself in something else. And that's why habits mm-hmm. or yoga or boxing or whatever mm-hmm. is actually really good for de-stressing because you're not thinking about that situation. 
Yeah. If you go home and you sit on your sofa and you start watching Virgin River, like I am, <laughs> uh, I edit it. that part out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only watching it for Jack. Um, <laughs> you're most likely going to be thinking about Susan, who you had an argument at work with the whole evening, right? If you go to yoga, yeah. you've got an hour where you don't think about that argument. And that's how you bring your stresses down. Well, what's so, the difference if they're watching TV versus the physical activity? Like what's Well, the physical activity, or it doesn't have to be physical. It can actually be a video game, but you're completely immersing yourself in something else. Whereas with got TV, it. you're most likely going to steer off and actually think about work. You're not actually, unless you can really pay attention. Like if you're in a cinema, yeah. that might be different because now you're immersed. You can't go on your phone. You can't, you don't really have time to think about anything else. You're like, woo. Yeah. You know? Got it. Top Perfect. Gun. Amazing. Yeah. Great film. Oh, um, <laughs> the original one of my favorites. Maverick. Forever. I mean, oh. both. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So that goes to show how important our thoughts are. Yeah. So if you can think about how you're going to execute your day, mm-hmm. I'm going to wake up, I'm going to pack my clothes for running, I'm going to run, I'm going to feel amazing. Your brain now already knows and is starting to integrate this pattern of neuronal firing mm-hmm. that is sequenced yeah. to for you to become a runner, for you to go for that run. It's a pattern. And the brain doesn't know the difference between right and wrong. Yeah. It just knows what it knows, what you tell it, this repetition. So if you repeat, I'm going to wake up, I'm going to go for a run. You wake up, you go for a run, and then you do it again the next day, and then again the next day, you will become a runner. Yeah. And that's the same thing with negative thought patterns, people that ruminate. It's a cyclic snowball effect that just ends up, you know, crashing down into like this depth of despair where you're actually ruminating more and more and more and it becomes who you are yeah you become this negative person that's ruminating and that you know that has other sort of cognitive effects on you know mood mental health etc and we can go down a rabbit hole on that but yeah essentially these individuals and including myself I've been down that route Mm -hmm. you are repeating a particular thought and the brain doesn't know this is right and this is wrong it just knows that it's being repeated and Mm -hmm. it's going to integrate that thought pattern so whatever you're repeating is what you're going to become. And it's quite hard to sometimes break those patterns, Mm -hmm. but you can interject. So what I get to do with my clients Mm -hmm. is say they had a client who was sort of suffering with ruminating thoughts, very negative thought patterns. Mm -hmm. And it was, that was really interesting because she learned that behavior from her family. Mm. Her family are always bickering. Her family are always talking shit about each other. They're always sort of arguing. Yeah. And she through observational knowledge as a child grew up and learned that this is what we do Mm -hmm. until she sort of became an adult and realized this is not normal. Mm -hmm. So what I got her to do was every time she had a negative thought, Mm -hmm. you interject that thought pattern with something else that you want to do. So you don't, you don't pretend that it hasn't happened or doesn't exist. You just go, okay, this is the sequence. Let's talk about this objectively. These are these neurons that are talking to one another in this particular pattern. Yeah. Now we're going to add in something else. I actually told Nicole I wanted to start drinking more water. So I'm going to go and do that. Now that pattern is different. There's an extra piece of the puzzle. So it's, it's a little bit different to what normally happens, which means that now you can start dismantling that firing pattern. So one you've interjected mm-hmm. you can think about doing something else you can go and drink your water by the time you've had that water you can then analyze are these thoughts fact or fiction i always play fact or fiction with my clients Love if it. it's fact can you change it mm-hmm. most probably if it's fact is it that bad does it matter 
that you look like this? Does it matter that you think like that? Does it matter that you talk like that? Yes. Really, on the grand scheme of things, we, there's 9 billion people in the world. We are most likely going to be very, very different, even though I do believe that we see an element of ourselves in everybody we meet. <laughs> mm, yes. Interesting. You know? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. some things I don't want to admit from the past. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> how did I connect? Oh, okay, all right. No, I, I feel you on that. <laughs> you know, love life. <laughs> yeah 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 oh god that's on the record that's another rabbit hole it's a can of worms we're not gonna yeah. like open <laughs> it's long past me but yeah no I love yeah. that though that is yeah I mean it's and there's so much connection and just even how I go through my own process with myself um mm. you know the, a lot of the introspective work but also in the coaching part of my business too it's just it it is um yeah, I, I don't want to. I, I don't want to tear too much into to my stuff because I want to hear more about what you're sharing in this way. But I love it, and I feel so much resonance. And I, again, I think it makes it so easy, so much easier for someone. Because, for example, a ruminating thought like, "How do I break fat?" It's like, "Oh, well, let me just add, you know, drinking water to the end of this." You know, yeah. so you're 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 ending on a positive rather than stopping at a negative, right? And that's also what I say is use the negative to remind you of the positive because, you know, mental heuristics dictate how we live our lives. And what that is, is mental heuristics are essentially shortcuts. So you operate in a particular way. You don't even think about it. You brush your teeth with your left hand or your right hand or whatever you do. You don't think about that. You're not thinking about you brushing your teeth. You're probably thinking about something else. That's all automatic. Yeah. So these behaviors are automatic. We need to give ourselves a little bit of sort of leeway here mm-hmm. in the fact that that's just the way that the brain operates. There's nothing wrong with you. Yeah. We just need to change that. Okay. So you're most likely not going to remember to drink water mm-hmm. because of why would you? Your right. brain wants to do other things. It wants to save energy for the things that, you know, like problem solving, cognitively demanding tasks. Mm-hmm. It's not going to, you know, use energy to remind you that you need to drink water. Yeah. And that's why most people start out on a Monday with, I'm going to change this habit mm-hmm. by Friday they've forgotten that they even tried that's why it's amazing. so if you can use that negative thing to remind you of what you had to do and you're like ah I can use this as my trigger yeah trigger cue reward now you're going to start integrating that habit into your psyche that's so powerful and um one of the things I wanted to talk about and it kind of segues us is you know subconscious or subconscious so um so many programs paradigms scripts, right? They're they're yeah. stuck in there. <laughs> and what I've learned is that to, to essentially try and like tap into your subconscious, you need to be in a in uh the theta brainwaves like hypnotism, right? To be yeah. able to one of the things that I do, I, I've developed this as a habit. So this is like outside of doing brainwave, you know, meditations, but you know, we know that when we wake in the morning, we're going from theta to alpha. And then in the evening, we're going from alpha to theta. So in my mind, yeah. I'm like, this is golden opportunity time, right? Absolutely. So 100%. I, I like to, I ask myself some questions and all that, but like, can you talk about that? Because, and, and, and really how, you know, the value of, you know, like if we really want to do some work um, in, in the sense of like deprogramming, Anything that's limiting us, that's you know disempowering us, um, but we know that it's so it's it's in that like vortex. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Do you have any specific tips or just anything that you want to share in that area that you think would be valuable? 
Yeah, well, I think that meditation, you know, I'm I'm actually at the moment doing a lot of hypnotherapy to break some patterns that I just can't break on my own because yeah. it's, as much as you know the science and you know what to do, and I could tell my clients, you like, yeah, you need to do X, Y, Z. Sometimes when you're thinking about yourself, it's you can't be that objective. I, and, yeah. you know, I struggle sometimes. Yeah, to do my best. I think we all do our best. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So I'm actually doing hypnotherapy also because I know so much of the science that I wanted to know what that, you know, how that put into practice. I've only ever done self-hypnosis. So yes, hypnosis, meditation are all, and this is, this is what I'm getting at is hypnosis and meditation, obviously, but sleep as well is the most important part of learning. People are like, what? (laughs) How can I know when I'm sleeping? That's where you consolidate memories. That's where you consolidate all the new habits that you are trying to implement, all these new thought patterns that you're trying to break, that all gets consolidated while you're sleeping. And that, or, and what you mean by that essentially is like the quality of your sleep, you know, just like basically optimizing your sleep to its best to be able to, to do that, right? Is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So memory yeah. consolidation, so where you sort of pack the information into your brain, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Down into layman's terms. Yeah. Happens when you're sleeping. So if you're not sleeping enough, yeah. you can study all you want. You will most likely not retain in, enough of that information as much as you would. Yeah. So sleep is your biggest, biggest, biggest performance enhancing tool. And people, again, they want the fancy metrics. They want the fancy, you know, X, Y, Z. It's sleep. It's yeah. sleep. It's sleep, it's sleep, it's sleep. <laughs> it's so, and there's so much resistance. I I feel, girl, I'm in bed at 8.30, like with yeah. love. And you know, yeah. I mean, listen, if it's a fight night, you know, I'm big UFC and if it, or the music is my love, like, okay, I'm at a concert. But these days it's like, it's yeah. either fight night. But I love, because I naturally, like I woke up at 3.57 this morning, 4 a.m. Yeah. I love it because it's this, very tranquil, no rushing space for me to do my breath work. I do a lot of reading, journaling, you know, and I'm not bullied by time and, you know, the entrepreneur. No one could bother you that time. No one. Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, it's like optimizing, it's leveraging my brainwaves. Like, hey, so much of my wisdom and so much of the things that I speak about, that I share, that I write about, I channel, I download in these yeah. states because my brain is in a place where I can really just get yeah. grab it more. You know, I kind of live my yeah. whole life is like this union between science and mysticism. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I think I'm the same. I, I think feel I'm like, the same. I feel I'm like, like <laughs> yeah, I'm like I only studied science that I could actually explain all these, you know, <laughs> philosophical. Mystic. <laughs> well, no, and I love it because even just bringing us into visualization, because most individuals hear visualization, they're thinking like, oh, let me get out. Yeah. Right? The whole, like, it's like a seance. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah no, I know. And that's why I use what, so I go, uh, when I work in corporates and finance companies and I go in and I give them talks, I use buzzwords like optimize, non-sleep deep rest, and, yeah. um, you know, like the particular activating system when we're talking about vision. And they're like, oh my God, there's so much neuroscience. And I'm like, I'm just saying what they've been saying for thousands of years. You just, they don't want to hear it. You're only listening now because I've got the word neuroscience behind my name. <laughs> that is, but it's so true. And it's so important because again, it's like, yeah. if, if, I mean, what's the goal? It's like, the goal is to give individuals tools 
effective tools that can really help them to thrive. Like in my world, I always speak about this. It's the thriving from within and out, right? So it's not just my status, my career, my money. It's like, how do I feel inside, you know, every Mm. day? And I think that these tools that you speak about that, you know, (laughs) they're, I mean, (laughs) they're effective. They're important. Yeah. Yeah. They're very important. Yeah. I have a quote that, uh, so many love, I personally love, um, words cast spells. And mm-hmm. it kind of goes into the whole mysticism. And I know you touched on that, like just in, well, you were talking about like thoughts and ruminating thoughts and all that, but can we just touch on that a little bit more? Just the the idea behind the power of words. Because I see words as, it's an energy, it's a frequency, it's an experience. <clears throat> so not just the words that we're saying in audible form, but the inaudible and just like how, mm-hmm. how impactful the, that words actually are to us. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's so many angles we can go from this and I just had a couple of thoughts, but back to Susan Greenfield, Yeah, you know, the fact that, you know, she th- talks about how you're communicating through phones and they are just words and they, they, they cut, they mean so much, you know, you can, you can have a whole conversation with somebody without your body language. Mm, right without yeah. actually seeing them right then on the other side i can have a full-blown conversation with my dog and not say a single word yeah, you know? yeah and you can do that with humans as well like i know my partner so well that i know from his body language and what mood he's in mm. you know and i you can have a whole conversation with someone without you know actually having to say anything yeah because of energy which i think is really important and i think these little nuances we pick up and you can't explain them. They're so nuanced yeah. that you don't really know how to pinpoint them mm-hmm. and talk about them. And I think, and, and and I don't know if I'm going off on a bit of a tangent here. No, but, please. I love and that's it. why, yeah. And that's why it's so important for children in the, their developmental stages to be, I guess, doesn't matter what environment they're in, but it's how they pick up on these small cues. Yeah. You know, like my niece has been staying with us and I think, I can't remember, said something like, I can't remember what it was, but it's like obviously a mannerism that I have. And she picked that up within a day. And I was like, oh my God, I was like, River's saying that. I can't, I can't remember what she's saying, but, and I just thought it's so crazy because her brain is like a sponge. She's going to be taking in everything. So my sister's mood, my mood, my partner's mood, you know, everything. I see and it that's in my family why, too. Yeah. It's crazy. And, and, and that it shapes who you are right. from such a young age, like the age of she's two, she's not going to remember any of this, but she's definitely learning how to be a, a human Yeah, by the way that she sees us being human. Well, it's like the, and, oh, so sorry. So no, sorry. No, 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 you, no, no, go. no. no you go. You're a brand new computer. <laughs> you have the hardware, the software, and like, it's all being like, but she's empty. She comes out, or I don't know, that can turn very philosophical or whatever. But I'm like, she, let's just say she's empty. Like, and then yeah. now it's all getting put into the heart. You start programming. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. And you know, children learn through their senses. So we have five senses, um, touch, feel. If you never put that information in, mm-hmm. it's not going to create a, we'll call them brain maps. They are areas of the brain. They basically are like, actually, I'll show you my brain. They've got like little yes. topographical areas um, yeah. of the brain that have different maps for everything. So love goes in one place. Well, it's not just one. I don't want to sort of um, reduce it to yeah. this simplistic sort of um, 
way that I'm describing it right now, but let's just say that it was like that. Mm-hmm. If you never teach a child how to love, yeah. something else will take over. It won't know how to love if it doesn't come in. If it never sees the color black, yeah, it will never know the color black. Yeah. You see what I'm getting at? So totally. Yeah. All these things that are coming in are what's coming out. And the the notion that you know, we finished developing at the age of sort of 23, 25. Mm-hmm. So when do you get a cell phone? You get a mobile phone around sort of, I don't know, age 12 nowadays. I mean, yeah, I had to wait until I was 14 and I had one of those brick Nokias. But anyway, <laughs> I was such a loser. <laughs> My parents were like, you can't have an Nokia 3310. That is too cool. And I was like, come on. <laughs> so I used to leave it at home. Mine was like bad. this big. Actually, <laughs> yeah, it was easier for me to say that I didn't have a phone than to admit that I had the 5110. <laughs> With the antenna. <laughs> when all my friends had the 3310, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> so like, I thought you liked me. <laughs> you don't want to pull that bitch out. Like, with the antenna, I could see. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel you. Yeah. So, yeah. So they get them at much younger ages now. The, the yeah, phones. Probably. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. So it's like, you know, we're learning to communicate yeah. without that really interesting and essential part of life. And that is the body language. I think for me, what is so important when I speak about this, like words cast spells and the power of your words and your scripts is just to have individuals pay more attention to their words and not just the words that they share with others, but especially the words that are always running internally because it's affecting you. So I'm not saying you have to be full-time positive. I actually don't. I talk more about being optimistic than positive. And I think they're actually two different things. Tell me, what do you Absolutely. You know, no, no. I was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was just yesing you. (laughs) I don't, that's the thing. As I'm not trying to portray this sort of like toxic positivity thing. Like you don't need to be like having these ruminating thoughts and going, no, 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 that's not true. It's just more like, how can we spin this? And, you know, sometimes I get frustrated with like therapists because they're like, okay, how can we turn this around? And I'm like, yeah, damn it. I was having fun reveling in that, but let's twist it. Okay. And <laughs> it's about getting that growth out of there, I suppose. And being like, yes. okay, fine. I do, I do have a big nose. So what, you know, you can't lie to yourself and be like, I don't have a big nose. Yeah. Just, that's just an example. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's, about, it's about being okay. Yeah, fine. I do. But so what? Yeah. Oh, uh, yes, that happened. But we can do this instead next time. Mm-hmm. Instead of going like, you know, just this whole like blanket, throwing it under the rug. And that's not what it is. It's not yeah. pretending that it doesn't exist or pretending that actually this is very positive. Yeah. It's about being able to acknowledge that it is negative. It is mm-hmm. rubbish. You yeah. do want to change it, but you can. And I think that's where the key lies is that people didn't really understand up until recently, Mm -hmm. that our brains are plastic. We can change. And back to you saying these thoughts that you or these words that you say to yourself, Mm -hmm. I used to complain so much. Mm -hmm. And one time one of my flatmates was like, oh my God, I can't hang out with you. Like you complain all the time. Oh shit. And I was like, Okay, so acknowledgement, if you remember, I said is step number one. That planted the seed. And now every time I went, I was like, oh my God, I'm complaining. Because it was so deeply ingrained in my behavior 
yeah. but I didn't even acknowledge it. It was a heuristic. It was a mental heuristic. Completely blocked it out. That was just who I was without me realizing it. Yeah. Now that I started paying attention again, we're talking about attention and neuroplasticity. Yeah. You need attention to make changes. Yeah. Every time I then I started to catch myself complaining, I'd be like, no, no, no. We're not going to complain because we're doing this out of habit. Mm-hmm. And it's a very, very bad habit. We're going to stop that now. And I just don't complain anymore. I mean, I, I barely complain. That's I, so I've always been a very much a doer. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I like to complain along the way whilst doing it. Whereas now I just do. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, no more complaining. You know, it's interesting because I think that, um, I mean, I obviously I think some things are just a pattern and you're not you as in anybody, us, me included, like, yeah. We're not aware of it until we're aware of it. But then I think that there's also something um, about there's, and, and one would maybe not put these two things together, but people tend to like, they like familiarity for the most part, right? Uncertainty. Yeah, yeah. We we prefer familiarity, certainty. Yeah. Um, but we know for and brain. Sorry to interrupt, interject yeah. you there, but that's why visualization works because the brain likes what it knows. If it knows that you are going to do X, Y, Z, that thought, we know this is important as the behavior or the actual action of you doing the particular thing you're thinking about, the brain's going to know where to go with that. So it's easier to then execute. I love that. I I mean, I definitely, when I go into meditation, it's never quiet. I have this whole relationship with my higher self. She's called my muse. My whole community knows. She's also future self. She's a future version of me. Um, I love it. She's also called the woman in the mirror, but she, um, she is me and <laughs> we're I'll tell you a very weird story in a minute. So, oh yeah. good. I can't wait. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Hold that thought. It's my little witchy, you know, it's just, but, but it's, I swear it's crazy and amazing. When I say crazy, it's amazing. Like I can step into meditation some mornings, right? I could be maybe hormonal or whatever it is, but like the, fr- my frequency is a little lower that morning for whatever reason. Right. Yeah. And yeah. When I go into meditation, like she's never where I am. She's always in this composed, you know, just very just um soft and just her frequency is so steady. So yeah, which is so interesting, right? Because she's mm. me, but she's not matching my energy. And then she'll always ask me questions that help me to come into a higher state myself. And then I leave meditation, but I'm also visualizing a lot. That's where I was connecting this. Um, and, yeah. and I visualize a lot of different things. <laughs> I would pay so much money to be in a brain for one day. Like, what is Roxy doing today? Like, I start sweating. We swap brains one day, like Freaky Friday. <laughs> like, oh God, you know, but... like people jump on Instagram stories, the story takeover. We just do brain takeover. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I need to know. I would like. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. <laughs> yeah, no, I love it because I, I, I mean, listen, I can tell you that you know already in my life, and you know, I'm still young, and there's, but when I started doing visualization work and really, you know, stepping into the state with myself, um, you know, there are certain things. For example, even my podcast studio. I visualized this. I saw it way yeah. before it happened, you know? And then it's and and I would like see myself getting dressed, driving, pulling up to the studio, the whole thing. Like how does the leather in my I love car that. and fucking and then it, you know, came into form. So I just love that you put so much emphasis on that because I think that it's something again where, you know, obviously some people know about it 
some people don't, or some people think it's like this. Oh, does it does it work in quotations? It's like, well, yeah, it fucking yeah. does. Well, yeah, the brain likes familiarity, and I think that even subconsciously, if you know you want something, you're going to be working towards it without even realizing it. You're going to be attracting those things. You're going to be paying attention to the things that align with that particular goal. So, you know, we call I've spoken about this millions of times, it's a reticular activating system. Mm -hmm. If you say to yourself, oh God, I'm having the worst day ever, everything keeps going wrong, you're going to pay, you're going to be paying attention to everything that's going wrong. Yeah. You wake up and you say, I'm going to pay attention to all of the pink Renault Clios today. <laughs> Never seen one in my life. You will most likely see pink Renault Clios everywhere. You're going to be like, what the hell? Since when are there so many pink Renault Clios in the world? But they've been there all the time. You just didn't pay attention to them. Okay. So cool. And I think that that's how it works. It you you plant a seed, you want something, you're going to be subconsciously doing everything to get to that goal. I've been journaling my entire life and it's helped me to develop the most empowered, loving and trusted relationship with myself. Journaling is a powerful tool that helps you to gain more self-love and self-confidence. It can help you get unstuck when you need clarity the most. And it helps you to powerfully move through any and all of your life challenges. It's a pathway to manifesting your biggest desires in life while creating an unbreakable relationship with your authentic self. I created You Are The Path, a guided and illustrated journal to help you gain all of this in your own life. In this seven by 10 mystical journal, you get a personal introduction and final thoughts message from me, seven guided and illustrated sections with line pages and five thought-provoking journal prompts, seven empowering quotes from me. You get one freestyle creative section full of blank pages for drawing and sketching, and you get the beautiful artwork designed by talented artist Emerald Patchett. There are 120 pages of pure possibilities waiting for you in this journal. You Are The Path was born to help you create, discover, and illuminate the path that is you. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode, you guys. If you loved it, please share it on your social. Throw it up on your Instagram stories and tag me. I'm at Black Belt Beauty. I am also at Roxy Look, R-O-X-Y-L-O-O-K. I love connecting with you guys. This is a conversation that I want to just continue growing with you guys. So if you feel inspired to hit me up, do so in that space. I always enjoy hearing from you. If you'd like to support this podcast, you can do so by rating it and reviewing it via iTunes. It's such supportive help, you guys. It really helps the visibility of this podcast. So I appreciate and thank you in advance for doing that. And on that note, you guys, I'm signing off with all my love and always looking forward to catching you on the next.